How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios for episode 167 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, guys, thank you so much for joining us and listening on the audio podcast platform of your choice when you work out, drive down the road, whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Man, thanks so much for making us a part of that. And here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, let's remind you about the beautiful new size of the Pappy Van Winkle Barrel Fermented. That is the Corona Viva. The five and three quarter by 46 Vitola is launching as an exclusive cigar available only at Pappy and Company's website, pappyco.com. A collaboration between the Van Winkle family, owners of Pappy and Company, and Drew Estate, Pappy Van Winkle barrel fermented cigars, pay homage to the legacy of excellence established by Julian Pappy Van Winkle in the bourbon world more than a century ago. The Corona Viva's narrow ring gauge accentuates the barrel fermented tobacco presence in the Pappy Van Winkle blend, which offers an ultra-premium smoking experience with notes of chocolate, coffee, cedar, and charred wood with an overall smoky sweetness. Pappy Van Winkle Barrel Reserve fermented Corona cigars are packaged in 10-count boxes and available exclusive at pappico.com. So, we are here back again in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios here in Minnesota. Slightly decent-ish weather yeah it's not too bad it's not too bad i mean the you garage know, door open garage door is open little breeze not too hot uh and garrett is far 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 away you left on a jet plane garrett where are you mm -hmm. broadcasting from this evening well i decided to go to the lovely north pole to see <laughs> how santa was ramping up for oh no that's that was later uh i am in new jersey at Main Street Cigars Lounge, and um, yeah, I am out in Jersey doing a tour with uh, another cigar broker um, to help uh, tune in my craft of uh, cigar brokerage. So um, it's just the best industry in the world, and uh, really looking forward to this trip. Yeah, right on. You you look very posh. You're in that big leather chair. You know, with the uh, with the you know the wing back chair with that artwork on the wall behind you, it, it's it, you just seem like you're really like zoned in right now. Well, the cool part is, is a lot of times when we, you know, when I've been on the road and we approach a shop owner and say, "Hey, you know, I've got a podcast that I would like to do, um, and we'll certainly give you a shout out on the show." And um, so I'm in the private. This is a private lounge. They don't even do day passes um, type of a deal. So you have to be yeah. a full-on member here. But um, gratefully, many of them say, hey, please feel free to use our, you know, our, our place to do that. And um, I love it. So Yeah. Yeah, it's always cool when you travel. Um, seeing new cigar lounges around the country. Um, hopefully someday around the world, you know, we'll get our chances to uh, maybe see some of the cool places to smoke. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe one of these days outside of the U.S. too. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. North Pole. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Santa's got a pretty pretty nice private lounge. I bet I, he does. I would, I would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why are we talking about Santa Claus in August? 
I don't, I don't know. Because it should be Christmas year-round. That's why. <laughs> um, so the Minnesota Twins are terrible. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, it's been like broken record the last, I don't know, couple of months. It's like, did you see the breakdown of their the their ERA as as a pitching staff? Yes, from, I did. From month to month. Correct. I mean, their 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 ERA in April, it, it is it has consistently gotten worse, and not worse by a little bit. It was like. Right in the threes and now i think it's in the fives high fours high fours yeah it's just uh and they're uh last i checked they were losing again as we speak um it, it i just i can't make heads or tails of it and and you know we're coming up on the trade deadline and it looks like they're gonna go for some like washed up uh, I, I can't even remember who we should be looking at an ace pitcher and we should be scraping together change from the couch cushions to pay for an ace pitcher. Mm-hmm. And yet I think they're looking at some washed up power hitter uh, who's, you know, hitting like 181 or something right now. No, I think we have enough bats. We do on our current roster. If we could get a good trade for Sano that gets us a starting pitcher and then maybe a, a mid-level reliever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sano, I think has, has, you know, uh, he had so much potential and I just don't, at least he may turn into, you know, big poppy, big poppy I, I, at, an, at another team. I just don't think it's going to happen in Minnesota. No. Uh, same with David Ortiz, David Ortiz, you know, had, what five years I think, or four years in, in a Minnesota twins uniform. And he did okay. And then he goes to Boston and just goes off and, and, you know, just entered the hall of fame and, you know, um, we love him, but I just think Sano it's, it's time for us to get as much as we can for him. Yep. Um, although that, that price may be, if we let the season play out and keep Sano on our roster and get a little more production out of him this season, I think we'll end up getting more money for him if we trade him next year rather than right now. Because right now, because of all the time he's taken off, I don't think we get much for him right now. Oh, I agree. So I mean, we could just skip baseball together. And football's next month. Or football's month, right? yeah. Football's I, I mean, a preseason game on the twentieth. Yeah, trading 49ers. training camp is is coming up. So we've got we've got uh, preseason football coming in just a few weeks yeah, yeah. so let's just focus on football because baseball <laughs> has not been good to us this season except for cigars and baseball except for cigars and baseball and that's coming up on september 8th it is here in st paul minnesota at chs field uh it's a fantastic events uh where there will be multiple cigar vendors there and there will also be their local restaurants uh, with their fantastic foods, local breweries, local distilleries. So you guys have to check out this event. So go on to, you can find them on social media. You can find uh, find them at cigarsbaseball.com. Uh, register for the event. Uh, all the money goes to a fantastic charity called the Miracle League, which puts together baseball facilities for kids uh, with disabilities who wouldn't otherwise be able to play the game that they love so much. So please check out that event when you have a chance. And it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our main event of the evening. And as you know, 
on How About That Cigar Live. Every single time, special guests are brought to us by our friends at Corona Cigar Company. Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit CoronaCigar.com and FloridaSungrown.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please put your hands together and welcome back to How About That Cigar Live. This time on episode 167 from Black Star Line Cigars, please welcome Eric Bay. Hey, what's happening? How's everybody doing? Doing well. Doing well, man. Sir, we are loving life. Thank you so much for being back on the show again. Welcome back for a... Thanks for having me. So I got to spend a few hours just chilling with uh, Eric and uh, he got to play host and it was an honor to, to come out to your crib and just chill and, uh, you know, BS around. And, you know, it's one thing when you see somebody at a show or in a, even in a cigar lounge, but to just get and sit and relax in somebody's own domain and everybody be real with each other like yeah that's legit that so i want to thank you again for uh having us over and uh oh, yeah. man, we, we had a great time bro we yeah i time. told you in vegas if you was in town to hit me you know because I, yeah. I knew i was gonna be here so that's why i was like hey man hit me come by the house i'm a man yeah. of my word yep. <laughs> <laughs> and i will be doing that again uh yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah anytime you're here bro and i'm here then hit me up dope dope so Eric, tell us what you're uh, tell us what you're smoking and drinking while you're on the show with us right now. I am smoking El Milagro Corojo. Let me find the camera there. Uh, nicknamed the Red Line, and then I am drinking Port Charlotte Ten here uh, by Brooklotti. Very nice. So that's the that's the pairing that I have for for that particular cigar. So um, so I'm enjoying the pairing. I was gonna smoke the Dark Woolwich so I could show off the fancy new bands, and then I didn't bring one out here, and then I didn't have Willie Pot still here either. So I was just like, yeah, I'll <laughs> smoke what I got out here. So. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get my cigar fired up right now, and we're cool. gonna do that on the Toast Cam. There we go. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient. Pay close attention to detail and focus on the tobacco. In the same way Steve Sackett brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Sackett and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sumber Mesa to Umbugad, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. There we go. There we go. <laughs> So we're all, uh, all of us here on How About That Scar this evening are smoking the yeah. Lalibella. There you go. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, Lalibella, you got it. 
so uh yeah man those are the fancy new bands yeah yeah we uh we caught up with you guys at uh at the pca trade show and uh di- really digging the new look you know mm-hmm. not you know the 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 old look was cool but but it really kind of pops on this new uh uh this new band oh yeah yeah that was the purpose of because the original band it was dark <clears throat> so it merged in with the maduro rapper so for picture purposes and even when it's on the uh on the shelves it wasn't really sticking out you know so that's why i had cigar dojo redo the bands for me and they they got as you can see it's a much more colorful band that pops and it's eye-catching and that type of thing so and it still has all the branding and everything i want on there as far as the name of the cigar and then you know the, the blackstone line logo on there so it did they did a great job with it uh the colors of if you notice they're a play off the ethiopian flag yeah, because uh, that's mm-hmm. where Lollibella is. It's in Ethiopia, so uh, it's just a total uh, paying homage to that area, to the to the the city, to the emperor, to to the churches. It's just, I'm just paying homage to all of it. Yeah, I love it. That's and dope. we've we've had uh, actually it's funny. We've had a lot of discussions on the show about Ethiopian history and and stuff like that. E- uh, Garrett's got Ethiopian neighbors, and yeah. so he's, you know he's uh, he's really gotten into the uh, you know the whole culture uh north african culture and and uh it's uh, there's so many things tied into cigars that a lot of people who aren't into cigars are don't realize how how many connections there are between uh you know ethiopia and the caribbean basin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's very cool yeah yeah. Yeah, i I mean and ethiopian food is delicious too so oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's delicious and their so, coffee, uh, yeah, that mm-hmm. that traditional Ethiopian coffee. Forget yeah. about the, it. The Woolwich coffee is actually an Ethiopian coffee too. So is it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a light roast uh, Ethiopian coffee. Uh, Ethnos coffee out of uh, Memphis uh, roasted for me. So mm. dope. Mm-hmm. So we had you on the show. Uh, it was right around a year ago. The first time we had you on the show, and. Yep. You know, younger, younger brands, newer brands, you know, trying to make, you know, so, so many people, um, you know, you're part of this group of, of young up and coming people that are putting in the work, trying to make your own way in the cigar industry. And we love that. And we love, you know, getting those stories. So talk to us a little bit, you know, early on, you know, since, since we talked to you last time, Mm. what kind of, what are you learning as a, as a young new brand owner what are you learning from your retailer partners and your consumers kind of early on as you as you get into this you know that maybe some things that surprised you or um you know kind of the feedback that you're getting from you know retailers and consumers that that you're learning from early in this process um you know some of the feedback i get is uh you know some people want more sizes uh in the different blends but the problem with that is the more sizes, is more money that I got to put out to, to make them. So yeah. I can only, I can only put out enough stuff for, you know, as much money as I have. So yeah. I do have plans of adding more sizes to each one of the blends. Uh, just like I added the Robusto for Warwich and Dark Warwich. So, uh, and then there's a Lancetto for the uh, Warwich as well. But um, yeah, they, that's, that's one of the feedback is they, you know, some people want different, different a variety of sizes and then it's coming um 
what I've learned so far is that you gotta you gotta make sure that you you stay in front of the uh, consumers and the retailers because it's, it's easy to be forgotten in this industry. There's thousands of cigars, so you gotta find a way to make sure that people are always you're on their mind in some form or fashion. So yeah. um, whether it's social media, whether you're shooting out emails, uh, email blasts, or uh, you know uh, just just making sure or, or doing cutting lights because I do a bunch of cutting lights so people can actually come out and meet me. So and I, I do I try to do at least three cutting lights in every city that I go to. So um, I just try to make sure that people can get to know me and then uh, they know what type of person I am. And then they try the cigars and they like the product and they like me, then that, that pushes the sales when I'm not there. Yeah. No, and that, that that makes a lot of sense when you when you're saying, you know, cutting lights and in store events because this is such a relationship driven business and and we've known, you know, from getting to know you and other people in the business that there is something about that um opportunity to, you know, get together and just you know, mm-hmm. share a cigar and a story and, and, you know, just, just chilling with people at local shops when, when mm-hmm. people are in town and it makes a huge difference, man, just being able to get to know people. And so what have, what oh, yeah. have you, what have you, you know, some of the experiences you've had, you know, going from store to store and, and, and getting to meet some of the people out there who, who have uh, gotten to know your product and then, and then they have a, a chance to finally get to know you too. It's, it's kind of surreal because, it, you know, like when people actually, they've been smoking the product and then when they actually like meet me, they're like, you know, like awestruck and I'm, I'm kind of taken aback by it because I'm not used to anything like that, you know, yeah. but it just lets me know that people have grown a love for the product and then indirectly have grown an appreciation for me as well. And then once we get to talking and, you know, cause I, I we sit up and talk about anything, man. So I, you know, I, as long as it doesn't get too weird. <laughs> but uh i usually only get really weird with matt boo but uh yeah but <laughs> or easy to do <laughs> right i can right. get weird too right but yeah no it's I'm, I'm really like flattered that that people love the product and then they're embracing me as well you know so yeah. it's, it's a great feeling to go around I, I really haven't had a bad experience in any cutting light that i've done is everybody was just real cool everybody's supportive everybody's enjoying themselves uh, a lot of times i'll come to events with bottles so people could try the actual pairings that i got for for the different cigars and um yeah man i i just I, what, what i want to do is make sure everybody enjoys themselves and, and yeah. has a great time when they're hanging out with me yeah so now take us through the the strategy moving forward you just had your first full pca show experience mm-hmm. Um, coming off the show and looking into the next couple of quarters, w- what does your strategy look like as ter- in terms of growth and um, doing what you want to do with the brand? Um, well, we I, I haven't really said much about this like publicly, but I'll say it on here. Uh, we have contracted with Impact Force and uh, Mike Paralysis company. So him and his reps are going to help me out in 23 states. So that's going to help me out tremendously because uh, my VP of sales, Cliff, that's on here is pretty much me and him (laughs) like calling everywhere and trying to monitor things. And eventually things, some things do get lost, you know, because there's just so much to do. Um, But that helps me out tremendously because I'll have a a sales force and sales reps actually going out and and hitting stores for me when I'm not there. Um, Only thing that slowed... uh, us up working with impact force was when we uh started working with them my inventory was very low 
So now I got a full inventory back. Agonorsa got all the stuff in from SLE and uh, everything is safely, uh, safely made it to uh, Reno, to Illusione's warehouse. So now all I got to do is get samples out to uh, uh, the reps or impact force so they can go to work. Mm-hmm. So that's the strategy uh, as far as them. Um, now, September, I am going to enter, enter Tabak. Uh, so I'm going to try to go over there in, in Germany and, and meet some, uh, some distributors and, and people over there uh, across the pond. And yeah. try to develop some relationships over there, so we can start growing in the, in the, uh, in the uh, in Europe and those those countries over there. Nice. And does yeah, that was... look? Sorry, Gary. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, does that look like then ramping up more bodies in in the factory? Um, what what are the mechanics behind growing where you're at now to, you know, opening up in Europe? Um, mm. A huge sales force and impact force, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, you're going to need more cigars, right? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so, are you looking at a bigger factory? Or are you looking at just expanding? What What are some of the things that are going into this growth? Well, everything is rolled by Agonor Salif right now, so mm-hmm. I'll definitely be expanding with them. I actually have new blends that I I got through them. That there's samples here. Uh, that are just sitting in aging and then um, I smoke them from time to time to see how they age and how they change. Um, but I, I mean, I have maybe like three other factories that want to work with me. So uh, I'm actually waiting for samples from one of them right now for a blend that I put together so I can see what I can do with it and see if it's going to be good and that type of thing. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I'll be working with a Connecticut Broadleaf on this one. So for the wrapper. Ooh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, yeah. It. That's been tough yeah. to get, get, you know, for people to get their hands on. So that's, you know, that's yeah. good to hear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, we, we're going, we're definitely going to need more cigars because we're getting bigger in the States. And then if I get the accounts over in Europe and different countries over there, then I need to be able to have have cigars to fund them as well. So, yeah, production is going to go up, you know. So, like they say, like Biggie said, more money, more problems. <laughs> yeah well that's that's a tricky spot you know when it comes like you said working with agonorsa leaf you know because they've they've got a lot of you know they've got their own brand and then they've got a lot of contract work they're doing for you and and multiple other brands and the and so you know getting them to uh it, it's it's got to be tricky working with them saying uh, man i really need more of these and they say well we can get them to you you know, six months, six months from now. And you're like, well, I need them in uh, three months. And they're like, well, I'm yeah. sorry, we can't do that. Yeah, they're at capacity, bro. So, yeah, uh, Terrence even told me like they're, you know, they're so busy. They're, they're having a hard time keeping up with their own stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, then they got me and they got several other Warped and uh, HVC, all the other, other bigger guys than me that are coming through there. And it's just the factory is busy. Even El, El Titan, I, I, I got a, yeah. I got a new blend. I got a new blend for them, uh, from them too. And I just, I don't know when I'll be able to get it out of there, so because they're just so busy and they're small. So, yeah, and that's uh, a small factory. I mean, they're they they don't they don't make a lot of cigars every day. Mm-hmm. So that's that's got to be really especially tricky working with El Titan. Yeah, they roll. Well, at the time when they were rolling for me, they were rolling about a hundred cigars a day. Yeah, so, I don't know if that's still the. Uh, the number or not but that's what, when when i started that's that's how many they were rolling for me per day to get the order out yeah now are you seeing in addition to like working with factory partners just just getting the tobacco and the cigars rolled and getting them right you know so the blends taste the same 
Are you also seeing issues like so many other people we've heard from are having problems with, you know, packaging boxes, bands, that kind of thing. Are you having problems with that as well? Um, not so much with Agonorsa because you know they're vertically integrated, so they yeah. handle all the cellophane, the boxes, and they handle all that for me. So I haven't had an issue with that. Um, now with my infused cigars because they're they don't have any bands on them or anything like that. And I started putting cellophane on them, but I'm having a hard time getting enough cellophane to put on all the cigars that I've infused. So yeah. that would be one one piece that I've been having a hard time getting. Um, and I reached out to some other cigar owners, and they they're able to like find somebody to get some for me and that type of thing. But it's still cellophane has been hard uh, yeah. to get. You know, the other stuff I don't deal with it because that's, okay. that's Agonorsa does it. So I, I haven't, okay. to be honest with you, I haven't had any problem with that. Okay, that's good. So they, so basically, you you work with them. They, you know, put the blend together. You check the blend, make sure it's right, and then they mm -hmm. they handle everything from yeah, you know, the rolling to the cello, the bands, the boxes, all that stuff. Yeah, yes, I yeah. So I give them the blend, and of course, I don't roll cigars, so they finish the shit for me. Yeah, and then that's when they send the samples to me. I smoke them if it's if it if it meets my my palate's requirements. And uh, yeah. and my team, because I, I have a team of people, I let smoke the cigars, and you know, and, and tell me like, you know, you taste it. When I'm tasting, is it good? Is it bad? You know, and it's, they're not yes men. If it sucks, they're gonna tell me because a lot nine times out of ten, I already know it sucks. I just want to see if somebody else wants to say it sucks too. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, we 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 run it, we run the, the blends through uh, the samples through the gambit, and uh, if it if it meets, you know, if all of us agree that it's a, something that we could sell. And I, I put in an order for it. Yeah. Well, it's important to have those people, like you said, that, you know, people you can trust. You can give them, you know, a, a pack of cigars and say, you know, let me know what you think of these. And they'll they'll be honest with you. You don't want people yeah. that are just going to say, oh, it's awesome. Best cigar I ever had. <laughs> and then you smoke the same cigar they smoked and, and you you thought it was terrible. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that. this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the cigar we were discussing in the back room before the show started, uh, while you all were talking, I cut it open, and it's short filler. So that oh, that, that, that explained a lot to me. So there I was you like, go. Oh, okay, was yeah. like, it's all scraps, scraps in the yeah. middle of this. this joke. Short filler is short filler. I've I've learned over the years is 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 like more hit or miss than just about anything because the short filler could be two weeks old or it could be two years old. You don't yeah. know what you're getting. Yeah. And then you get some of the dust and stuff that they they swept up off the floor <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the middle of the cigar. So, you know, yeah, rat, rat droppings. Yeah. Right, right. Roaches. The only short filler cigar that I actually say was pretty good is uh, LT makes one uh, down in down at uh, Calle Ocho. And if you go in there, you could buy them in there. I don't know if she ships them or not. But those were pretty good, you know. But, you know, I haven't had another short filler cigar that I was like, you know, like it was like it sticks out in my mind as, as being something I would smoke again, you know? Yeah. There's only a handful of them that I keep around on a regular basis. One for price point, you know, cause I can keep them around. I can keep boxes of them in my humidor all the yeah. time. And they're, and they're good everyday cigars. Um, and, and, and two, there's, like you said, there's, there's, there's not many on the market that, that at least for me have, have produced good flavor and burn on a, on a regular basis. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just—I uh, was actually surprised because I—if—if—if if, if I'm thinking the cigar is from a certain person, I'm surprised that that's short filler in there. 
Yeah. So I, I may ask him uh, next time <laughs> I talk to him if that's what if that's what he's using because it it wasn't good. So. <laughs> Well, that's that's good because that's that's one of those people that you know gave you one of their cigars because they want your opinion, mm-hmm. and you're and they want you to be honest. At least I hope they want you to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I still sugarcoat it a little bit. If we if I'm friends with them, like I just yeah just go all the way and blast them, but, you know. But I'll tell them I didn't like it. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's that's an easy answer, and uh, hopefully he won't ask details. I had another owner give me a cigar, and uh, I'm friends with him too. And uh, he asked me details on the cigar, and I was like, "Bro, do you really want to know?" Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, "I really, I really, I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll tell you, but I don't want to tell you." But I'm with yeah. you, you know, <laughs> like it's like it tastes like burnt pork rinds. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, mentioned. Uh, you mentioned that you're going to go to uh, inner tobacco. And that was actually one of the questions I had was uh, if you had, you know, expanded to, you know, start looking at Europe and Asia. So what, what kind of led you down the road to decide now is the time to start looking at Europe? Um, sitting around talking to Sebastian from Cavalier Genevieve. Yeah. So, um, he, uh, both of us were working uh, NFG uh, underground down in um, underground stress down in uh, Fort Worth. Yeah. And I ran into him at Cigar. So he just, you know, I don't really, I didn't really know him that well. So he, he just came and sat with us and he got, we got acquainted. And he was just giving me advice and, uh, you know, telling me what to look out for. Then he would mention Intertobacco. And, you know, I've heard of it, but I, you know, I didn't know anything about it really. So he talked to me about it and he was just like, man, it would be, you know, at the stage I'm at, it'd be a really good look to go and, and expand over there, you know, so. I was like, okay. So I, I listened to him, and then I, I asked around a few other people uh, that uh, have been to the show, and uh, they all gave the thumbs up on it. And so I, I made the move on it. And the funny thing is, is I met Candace. Um, she works for Intertobac, and um, she came to my very first booth at uh, TPE a couple of years ago and talked to me about it. And I had her card all these, all these years. And I found her card. I emailed her and she remembered who I was and she just guided me on through what exactly I need to do to get registered as a uh, exhibitor there. And, and, and we're going. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, it's, it's gotta be kind of tricky. Like you said too, because let's say, let's say you get there and you've got some interest from some distributors over there in Europe or some retailers or both. Then you yeah. got to get those cigars made. So, like you right. said, you, you're you're looking at you know you've obviously got you know Aganorsa as a partner and and you know they've got a great reputation of the business, but at the same time yeah. they can't make everybody's cigars. So right. you right. got to start shopping around and looking for some other factory partners who can put together the quality that you've come to expect and that your mm-hmm. customers have come to expect. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, yeah. uh, are you uh, when you're when you're looking at factory partners have so far, have you only looked at factory partners in Nicaragua still, or have you looked at some in Dominican Republic? Uh, actually the samples that are coming are, are coming from a Dominican factory. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm changing it up just a little bit. Um, for those that know me, they know I don't really like Dominican tobacco. Uh, but the blend I put together is not, it's not a puro. It's it's a mixture of stuff in there. It has some Dominican tobacco in there, but that's not that's not it. You know. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure that uh, 
but it, I want to make sure it's a great blend. Um, and I got to see exactly how this factory is going to work, uh, you know, putting the blend together and that type of thing. So um, they were supposed to be rolling those cigars for me this week. So hopefully I'll have them in the next week and a half or so. You know? Okay. So, so we'll see. When you have them put together, this is something I always like hearing from people about because everybody's got usually the answers are close but i like hearing the differences when you have them put together test blends for you are they usually like robustos or toros or what are they that, that you like to blend from um through agonorsa i do corona coronas okay i like i like a corona size um this factory that i'm working with he likes to do robustos as his as his sample size so either or is fine with me those are two great sizes to do uh uh sample blends with you know because you can get a real good gist of what the tobacco is going to be and then kind of get an idea if you you know switch to a different vitola like how it will be you know only exception that i um only exception to that is when lalibella was in development stage um the the actual size that i smoked it in and it's weird that i smoked it in the size but that's because this is what tim wanted it was it was a six by sixty, and I oh, hate wow. six by sixties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's there's like I'll smoke a six by sixty, but it's not like like a go to size. It's it's, yeah. it's it's still it's that right at the cusp of too big. You know? Yeah. Um. So that I smoke Lalibella, uh, in 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 test size in, in in the Gordo size. Okay. And then I knew it was good in that big size, so I knew if I scaled it down to a Toro that it was going it's going to be a great a fantastic size and and taste and strength and i was right because when the when the, when i when i finally smoked it in the tour version i was like wow this this is totally different than the uh than the gordo it's much stronger yeah and this uh, we're smoking it right now in the toro size and yeah i mean it's I just really enjoy the blend a lot there's mm-hmm. a lot of natural i get a lot of this natural sweetness you know, yeah. from the blend, but there's also strength and spice and power behind it. Um, yeah. That that goes, yeah, and there's smoothness too. It's, I mean, it's not there's no, it's not bitey spice. It's like, yeah. it's yeah. like just kind of on the back ends. Um, mm-hmm. But but the texture, of the I I like texture when it comes no to smoke. I like uh, even even in milder cigars. If you get a milder cigar that's still, you know, mm-hmm. the the feel of that smoke in the mouth is just like you can you it's got it's it, it's got body to it I, I i dig that and this blend has that yeah well the lijero is not overpowering the rest of the leaves in, in the stick so it's not just absurdly strong and all you taste is this lijero i bet it's sort of like uh uh mistress uh cornelius and cornelius and anthony used to have oh, yeah, that was yeah. just a absurdly strong cigar and it was <laughs> just like you know it's just just strong for no reason you know yeah um, but yeah, that's what a lot of people like about Lalibella is because it, it has the strength, but you can still get the notes out of the cigar and you can still enjoy it. Now, if you haven't had a good meal in your stomach and you're not ready for it, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to punch you. So, but if you ate, if you ate something, a nice solid meal and you smoke it, you're just going to just totally enjoy it. Well, I haven't, I haven't eaten since like this morning and I'm drinking <laughs> bourbon right now, but I'm fortunately one of those cigar customers oh, yeah. that right. it doesn't really, I, it, it, just about any strength level, I can smoke any day. Yeah. I'm, I'm just one of those people, so don't. don't uh, most all the consumers out there don't don't judge strength levels off of what I say. That's it's, <laughs> it's not a good system. Um, uh, yeah. 
Garrett, I know you had a couple questions. I want you to jump in. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. It was just uh, finally fixing my watch to put on Focus. the... We're on a show, Garrett. <laughs> I know, but I, I kept looking at my watch, and I'm like, it's not 9 o'clock here. It's 10. Um, but uh, no, Eric, so when you your process of bringing a new product to the market, um, what does that look like for you? Are you going down to the factories? Are you going down there? Or are you doing more telecommunication and having them send up samples to you? Or is it a combination of the? Um, outside of El Titan, because I've been, I've been to the factory there. Uh, I've never been to Nicaragua, period, or okay. Dominican Republic. So <clears throat> I am going to Agonorsa uh, late January, early, fe early February, something like that. So yeah, everything pretty much outside of El Titan has been done remote. Um, mm -hmm. now I'm really excited about going to the factory because I, I know some about tobacco, but I don't, I'm not an expert by any means. So that's going to increase my tobacco knowledge. The more I can go and hang out in the factory and, and, and watch them roll and talk to people and, you know, taste the different tobaccos that they have and, you know, having them put fumas together so I can smoke. Cause I, I've, I've never had them send me like just fumas of each one of the leaves that are, that are in the, uh, in, in my blends. So, but I could do it there because it's easier for them to, uh, you know, get them to me because it's it's hard to tell me no when I'm standing there. Whereas, like, if they're sending me the stuff, I may I may ask for some samples and shit. I may not see them jokers for about eight months. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, it does, it yeah, does yeah. make a difference when you're right in front of their faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, so that that's gonna change the remote thing. Um, I just yeah. don't know how often I can go because I, I got a small daughter here and, and, and I, you know, I try not to be gone too long yeah. away from her and my mm -hmm. wife, too. I try not to leave him uh, for too long, but it, sometimes it's necessary. So and this is one of those necessary times because I, I need I need to take that next step into learning more about the tobacco, because if, if the blends are good now, once I learn even more about it, they're going to be great. You know, yeah, so. I was just going to ask that as a follow up. What do you think is the the next big missing piece to <clears throat> you elevating and uh, continuing to climb in this? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I that's need it. I need to spend more time. Even if I just got to fly down to, to El Titan and just go hang out with them and and mess around with their stuff, I, I'll, I'll do that because you know I'm welcome there anytime and. I fuck around, be sitting around with Willie, and we're sitting up smoking and talking, and he teaches me stuff too. So yeah. uh, I'm the, I network a lot with with owners that came way before me, and um, that's a, a lot of the reason why we're doing so well now because I listen to what people did before me, and I'm like, if it's if that's working for you, then it, you know I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. You mm -hmm. know, I'm, a, I'm a, I'll just I'll just add my flavor to it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And we've that that is one of the coolest things about and we talk about it all the time. But, man, one of the coolest things about this industry is even though the brands are in competition, there's still so many people who have built their brands and now they just want to share their knowledge with with everybody coming up. And I love that about this business. Yeah, because this this honestly, that's the way the cigar industry keeps growing is if we keep grooming good people to come into the industry 
and keep making good uh good product you know and the only way you're gonna do that is if you, you take somebody on and mentor them in some form or fashion yep. so um you know, I, I get other other uh, owners come and talk to me that they, that came after me, and they, they they talk to me. And if I have time, I'll, I'll I'll I do the same thing. I give advice. I'll tell them where I fucked up at and what events to pass on, and you know, because uh, I've done them, and uh, yeah. yeah, some of them were great successes, and some of them were flat out losses. You know, yeah. so um, so yeah, so I, I I give advice all the time to anybody that wants to hear the foolishness that comes out of my mouth. But uh... <laughs> well, there's a, a great saying in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous mm -hmm. uh, that goes, "You can only keep what you have by giving by giving it away," and yeah. it obviously doesn't only apply to Alcoholics Anonymous. I think that has been something that I've um, held on tightly to for mm -hmm. many facets of of life, yeah. and. Mm -hmm giving that knowledge away only helps to continue the growth of, of knowledge, new knowledge, innovation, and yeah. uh, advancing, especially our young people. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, if you bless somebody else, then the only thing that's going to happen is the blessings are going to come back to you in some form or right. fashion. So, right. and yeah. I'm, I'm, I wholeheartedly believe in that. That's why, you know, people reach out to me and I, I actually have time to talk. I will talk. You know, and uh, you know, yeah. so, and I, I encourage people all the time. Like, if you, I'm like, if you have my number, use it. I gave it to yeah. you for a reason. So. <laughs> well, and there's, there's such a cool, I, I don't know. I, I think there's not that it's like this big tectonic kind of shift, but I have really in the last, I don't know, seven or eight years, maybe 10 years, really seen like the next, not only the next generation of cigar enthusiasts kind of come mm -hmm. into the fold and, and really start enjoying cigars, but mm -hmm. also learning more about, like you said, Eric, you said the, the craft of, you know, seeing what they do with the tobacco. There's so many people out there. I mean, the, most of the consumers are still casual, you know, cigar buyers, but mm -hmm. there's a growing number of people out there, uh, ours, us included, that as consumers that that we just we we want to learn more about the way the products are made and i see the same from people who are into beers and bourbons and yeah. and food and mm -hmm. you know people want to know more about the way all that stuff is made and i think that just ends up making a stronger community in the end yeah i mean like with the internet and technology and all that you can you know you could look up a lot about cigars or where a particular cigar is from and talking about what factory or what country is from but i, I love this this it's a, one of my buddies uh he said this and it was it was really cool it was a great quote he said we we have the most educated product that we're selling to the uneducated consumer because a lot of people don't know a damn thing about cigars but they smoke them and they'll yeah. call them they'll they'll definitely dub themselves as aficionados and don't <laughs> even know what the fuck a binder is you know yeah. so you know so it's a very educated product with uneducated consumers yeah that's a great way to put it mm -hmm. um and there's also been just uh, i don't know what you have seen from the times you've been in stores doing events or cutting lights and and what what have you seen because we've seen kind of a big influx of women in the cigar world where before yeah. you know for for decades you know uh, 
or, you know, maybe even longer, it was always thought of that, you know, there's a stereotype that cigars are for men and that's it. But man, yeah. the, the women in the cigar world have, have been like just one of the biggest growing segments of the whole consumer base. What have you seen? Yeah, that's uh, in particular, I've, I've seen it's an influx of black women is the, the, the largest growing population of, of new smokers. Um, and I, I, I love it because I, I don't I don't need to just sit around guys all the time. You know, <laughs> I need I need something different, you know, because it, it could be a whole different type of conversation. Uh, you know, you have with, with a female as opposed to a male. And sometimes that's refreshing because, you know, I, there's only so much sports and shit I could just talk about. You know, that gets boring after a while. I want to hear right. something else. You know, tell me about your, your sewing tactics or whatever, whatever the fuck you're into, you know, that, that, that women do that I don't do so I can just learn something different. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. that's 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 the trend I've I've been seeing. But there, there's overall there's been a, a bunch more uh, black people smoking pure uh, too. So uh, mm -hmm. males included, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool, man. It, like it's just adding more diversity into the industry. It's adding more customers. It's adding more fun. It's adding better conversations. Oh yeah, that's the thing right there. Better conversations because. Yes. The, the man there's so much like you said you can only talk about the same subjects with the same type of crowd for so long yeah. before it's like you, you just want to talk about something different for a while and yeah. because we, yeah. we learn so much more from people that that have completely different backgrounds than us and mm -hmm. uh, we've we've found so many of those relationships in the cigar world just sitting down and and having having a cigar mm -hmm. with somebody that maybe if it wasn't for the cigar shop we maybe wouldn't have uh had a chance to sit down and have a conversation with that person yeah like a good buddy of mine he's chinese and uh, excuse me and he uh he smokes cigars and uh i've been to china um i don't know maybe like six times and uh you know so i talked to him in, in mandarin sometimes a, a little bit i can remember and he tells me about the cigar scenes in, in China and, and all that. So it, it's cool because when I was out there, I wasn't smoking cigars. Uh, so I'm not familiar with the cigar scene in China. But he, he said it's, it's a big scene out there that, you know, a lot of people are smoking cigars in China. So that's that'll be another area eventually I would like to tap into because they, you know, apparently they buy they buy a lot of cigars, a lot of Cubans, but they're they're opening up to buying other stuff as well. Yeah, we've been hearing that lately. That's been a big trend that um, even though the, the market overall is small, it's it's a lot more, I don't know, attention. It seems like more people and there's more companies shipping cigars, you know, especially like you said, Cubans. Habanos yeah. is definitely shipping a lot more cigars to yeah. uh, to China and Japan right now. But um, it just seems like there's a lot of people in that area that yeah. are learning more and want to learn more about cigars yeah yeah because when i think about china i think about like opium and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> but that's some that's some old school shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh man um garrett what else did you have <sighs> I would, I think the last thing I, I really was hoping to talk about is uh, anything on that new, new that, that uh, we can talk about. Uh, you talking about the ones I, I, I let you get? 
Maybe. Hearing it? <laughs> Maybe. You don't have to divulge anything you don't want to divulge. No. Nope. No, it's fine. There may or may not be a, a barber pole version of Warwick's coming. Um, it's just the samples that they were supposed to put together, they they put the wrong rappers on the samples. So uh, <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't what I asked for. It was it was a good stick. It just wasn't what I asked for though. Yeah. I wanted a, I wanted a combination because the blends for the Dark Warriors and the Warriors are the same blend. Um, the only difference is, is the uh, it's, uh, it's the Connecticut Shade wrapper and the Corojo ninety nine wrapper, and then the Corojo ninety nine has a little more Lejeto on it, so it's stronger than the original version. But that Corojo ninety nine wrapper changed the flavor profile of a Warriors totally. So if I if I didn't tell people that was the same blend, you would have thought it was a totally different blend, and it's not. Um, and that's why I wanted to merge the two together to see how that Corojo 99 wrapper and that Connecticut Shade will go together as far as the flavor, you know. Um, but the, the samples they sent me weren't what I asked for. So they yeah. got to redo them and, and give me some more. So I got to keep riding um, Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ride <laughs> Somebody's going to tag Terrence, Terrence like a in horse. the comments. <laughs> I'm going to ride Terrence like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see that. <laughs> and, here's, and here's the thing. Um, there's this thing called a circle beard. Have y'all ever seen it before? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. So I'm starting a campaign to get Terrence to do the circle beard. So this oh. is going to be awesome. <laughs> so every time y'all talk to Terrence, ask him when he's going to grow the circle beard. Because we got we got to get him to do it. All right. We got to get him to do it. This, like, I got this. a lot of money tied up in car repairs right now, but I will give whatever I can to make that happen. It is yeah, worth it. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Terrence, do it for the people. We, we need this. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I want to see that. Everybody wants to see that. The world oh, deserves yeah. to see that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys, are, I got retailers talking to them about it. <laughs> I need y'all to talk to them about it. Everybody <laughs> talk to Terrence about oh. growing a circle beard. It's going to be and awesome. Yeah. If you don't know Wait. what a circle beard is, just Google circle beard and hit images. I promise <laughs> you. You will not be disappointed. You will not uh, be disappointed. It's utterly ridiculous, but Terrence can pull it off. I got oh, I confidence so. in him. I do too. Oh. Terrence, mm-hmm. Terrence would make that. Ter- Terrence would take that to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's got to happen. The world, the world. This is not what the world needs. It's what the world deserves. It is right, <laughs> right. I'm like, do it for the people, man. That's do it right. for the people. <laughs> yeah. It might be somebody at home with monkeypox just suffering, and then they see Terrence. <laughs> they see Terrence with the circle beard, and it make the monkeypox feel better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, that, I I feel better, honestly. After all the the shit weekend I had, that I I feel a hundred percent better just imagining <laughs> Terrence with the circle beard right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, one yeah. one other thing that I was curious about. I don't know if you've ever done any. Have you ever done any like store exclusives or shop exclusives before? Um, uh, is that something you'd be interested in maybe doing someday if a shop approached you to do that? Yeah, there actually is one coming. They're smoking the uh, samples now. Uh, okay. I won't tell you who it's with, but you no, that's cool. I, honestly, yeah. I had no idea. I was just curious if that was oh, something. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, it's cool. a big one. Yeah, it'll be a big one, too. So uh, like they, they approached me about it. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. And the funny thing about it was when they when they talked to me about it, I was like, well, actually, I got some samples coming on Friday. So I was like, so you can check that out and see if that's going to be it. So, um, but the only limited edition stick that I have right now is the Lollibella Lancetto. So I only okay. had 2,000 of those made, uh, 2,000 sticks um underground bought a thousand of them and then the other thousand i sold those in roughly about 40 minutes so yeah. i was here and i was drunk and i was texting <laughs> retailers and, <laughs> and, they, and they just went and i was like oh shit I was like, somebody, somebody I see likes me garrett's got the sad face right now he's 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 <laughs> he's sad he didn't get one garrett Get, oh call, shit! I, I got some here at the house too. <laughs> I could have given you one. <laughs> Gary, you call. You call. You get Don. Some small batch, though. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, go to small batch. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be in town uh, in in a couple weeks. <laughs> hey, 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 hit me up, bro. I'm still. I'm, I'm here till Labor Day. Just hit me up. Why don't we take this question from Dax real fast, just for Eric? Uh, what is your favorite beverage pairing with cigars, oh, yeah, and right why? On. And Great then question. also follow that up with your favorite cut uh whiskey uh specifically scotch but uh each one of the sticks i have a pair with a different spirit so dark Woolwich is willet pastel uh Woolwich is four rows of single barrel uh lalibella is larceny small batch um uh the one i'm smoking now is the, the port charlotte 10 by brook lottie and then sun the sun grown habano version of the el milagro is uh brook lottie classic lottie um it, it's it, the 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 whiskeys are are head and shoulders in my opinion they're head and shoulders over other spirits as far as pairing with the cigars it seems like if you pick the right spirit to go with that tobacco it, it just it, it it just increases the experience um okay. only one that i i do drink mezcal too i like mezcal and i don't like tequila um but and i don't really like gin the only gin i like is boofy's gin um and boofy's gin actually one. goes yeah, a Boofy's gin actually goes really well with my dark Woolwich. Um, and I actually forgot I still had some of his stuff over there. I could have smoked I could have had the dark Woolwich with the uh uh with the gin. But it goes well because the gin has the floral notes in it and, and the dark Woolwich has floral notes, so it kind of brings out the floral notes in the cigar a little bit more if, if you like floral. Um and then it is it's it's a it's a good combination for uh Boofy's gin in particular and yeah. dark Woolwich. Um Spirits that I don't drink, I don't like rum. It's too sweet, and then it's it, it's it's it's, it's just a mild spirit, you know. Like all of them are right around eighty proof. Um, I wouldn't touch brandy or uh, cognac. I don't like cognac. Uh, even no I honey? just had a bunch of no. <laughs> I had a bunch of um, uh, I had a private event that we did, and uh, Louis the Thirteenth was there. And uh, so I had that. I hadn't had that since I was in Shanghai. And that was like, damn near 20 years ago now. So I didn't even remember what it tasted like. Um, but it was it was it was pretty good. I would never buy it due to the price point. But yeah, uh, yeah it was it was it was a decent spirit. And then they actually the the, the rep, he actually expressed interest in, in working with us and doing events. So that uh, that's yeah. going to be that's going to be dope. Well, if mm-hmm. I I don't know how much uh, I'm I'm kind of a I'm all over the road when it comes to spirits. I'll 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 try anything, and I I'll 
it depends on the mood. It depends on the cigar. It could be scotch. It could be bourbon. Could be rum. Yeah. Um, I've I've really uh, kind of gone more towards the rums that aren't as sweet. Like you said, most usually rums yeah. are way too sweet. But there are yeah. some there are some out there that that are way dialed back on the sweetness that I've really yeah. been, you know digging. Diplomatical is not bad. Uh, I just I don't, I don't like to drink drinks and it feel like I'm, I'm developing diabetes as I'm drinking. So. <laughs> well, I will say that this, although I usually like you, you mentioned the the Four Roses single barrel. I I prefer the single barrel, uh, mm -hmm. but this this Four Roses small batch is going really nicely uh, with this oh, cigar right Lally now. Bella? You know, it, it, it's uh, I know it's not specifically what you what you, you know, geared it to pair with. But it, I think it's going really nicely together. So and the, the retro hair on this cigar is just stupid in, in a good way. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Allison asked about tea and um, coffee. I, I don't like coffee, too, even though I sell it. Um, I did sample the coffee to make sure that it went well with the Woolwich. Because it's a Warwich coffee, so it goes. It, I made it particularly for the Connecticut Warwich, and I tried it. it. It is good pairing. I just, I, I, I don't like to wait for the drink to cool down. Like, I, yeah. Because if I drink it too fast and I burn my tongue, and then I can't taste shit. So, uh, you know, it's so like a trumpet player. If they get like a a, 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 a little crack in their lip, and they feel like they can't play, I kind of feel the same way. If I can't taste. If I can't taste a cigar, then I, it's, it's not something that I want to drink. Yeah. I've never tried tea. I love tea. I've never tried tea with uh, cigars. I heard it's pretty good. Um, but I, I know for a fact when I pour my scotch out the bottle, I can drink it right away. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go when I, I when I come down, I'll bring my tea kit, and there's okay. three different teas. You're in for it now. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're gonna run through some teas. All right, I'm with it. I'm with it. You make a yeah, that'd be a good time. You make a, a tea cocktail with uh with scotch and and put no I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds pretty gross, buddy. <laughs> no, yeah. that, that would not be good. Not be good at all. So, so Garrett, I went to this. It was oh, go, place, ahead, go um, ahead. Me and my wife. It was like at least five years ago. We went to this uh like local hangout on a, on a street called Stony Island here, and um it's a little like dive bar kind of place and she wanted an old fashioned and I don't I don't like old fashioned I don't like mixed drinks. The way it is in the bottle is how I want it. So she's ordering this old fashioned so the bartender told her she was like the uh, uh we ran out of bourbon. Is it okay if we make the old fashioned with McCallum? What? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Faith asked me, I was like, don't get that. I was like, trust me, it's not gonna be good. No. She ordered it anyway. Oh, it was trash. Oh. And then she's going to try to get me to drink it. I was like, uh -uh, no, nah. I, like, I, I was like, I don't like the regular old fashioned, let alone some shit with McAllen in it. Like, come on now. I was like, they're just no. playing with you now. No, I, I don't even like old. I don't drink old fashions very often, but when I do, I'd rather have it made with rye because rye is spicier mm. than, than okay. bourbon. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. yeah, bourbon, if you put bourbon together with the, with the simple syrup and all that, it's just, it gets, it's like sugar on top of sugar. It's too much. It's too sweet. Mm -hmm. for me. I'd rather mm -hmm. have it made with rye, but yeah. yeah, scotch, scotch in an old fashioned, put a bullet in my head. No, thank you. That sounds yeah. terrible. The rye that sticks out in my head that I like, cause I don't, I don't like a whole lot of rye. Like the, the Woodford reserve rye gave me a really bad headache. Um, 
what's the name? Um, Rear Breed by Wild yeah. Turkey. Yeah, the Wild Turkey. That rye, that's pretty yeah, good. That and good. If you haven't had Whistle Pig Ten Year Rye, yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's a good rye. Too. It's got a lot of spice to it. It's high proof. Yeah. It's like one ten or one fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. nice, high proof, and that goes really well. If you're going to put something in it, like mm-hmm. make make that into a like a rye Manhattan or a rye old fashioned, that goes really well. Because or Ovaltine, or Ovaltine, <laughs> you shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So Garrett, I got a question for you. Yeah, is it time? Ooh, it is time. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. It is now time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. And as always on How About That Cigar Live, Numero de los Muertos, brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Numero de los Muertos, episode 167. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? Well, this week, I thought this was uh, potentially a, a callback, but I looked and I looked and I couldn't find it. So if it is, I apologize. But here it is. In the U.S., <laughs> Oh, Q, get off the show, brother. I love you, Q, but good Lord. Vibrating ones, different colors, skinny, big. Wow. Oh. 22 people in the United States die here every year. Ooh. Oh, it's a place. In the United States. So you're mixing it up a little bit. All right, so as always, viewers, if you guys have uh, guesses other than the shit that Q is coming up with, put or it Niagara in the Falls. Or Niagara Falls. <laughs> so 22 people a year die from this in the U.S. in this place. Well, various, various deaths, but this place. Oh, it, yeah. uh, okay, well, I'll jump right in. Is it in the U.S.? Yes, it is the U.S., um, mm. It is not the Grand Canyon. It is not the Golden Gate. It is not beaches. Is it the West Golden Side of Chicago? That was a fucked up joke. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Valid. There might be 22 people down on the West Side right now. <laughs> right. That number I'm tell you, but when I was when I was an active firefighter, I, was, I worked on the West Side a lot. And we'll get a call for for an overdose, right? Because there's a lot of heroin over there. So we get a call for overdose, and we get there, and it wasn't just one overdose; it was like six of them. So we passing out Narcan like like Skittles. Oh, so yeah, so yeah. Now that's I'm joking, but shit, that's that could could happen on the Mm -hmm. west side of Chicago. 
Oh man. Um, it is not casinos. It is not Death Valley. It is not the U.S. Capitol. Uh, our, not, uh, Twenty-two not, people. Not Mardi Gras. Are, are drugs or alcohol involved? Not necessarily. Our <clears throat> mm. oh, good one, bro. I don't know. North Dakota. That's funny. <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> Our vehicles oh. involved. Yeah, they have Mount Rushmore up there. <laughs> vehicles of a sort are involved. Okay. Mm. Not. Well, it definitely not couldn't be motorcycles. There's more than that. Is it a state? Is it a specific state? It is not a specific state. It's not Utah. Actually, uh, multiple states have these in them. These deaths typically happen outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Um, Mountains? Not mountains. Hunting accidents? Nope. No, you should say vehicles, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elevators? Not not subways, not elevators, not Sturgis. Switchbacks. Nope. Smoking bad cigars? (laughs) No. While driving? (laughs) (laughs) Not zip lines, uh, not national parks, not roundabouts. Smoking unbanded samples. (laughs) <laughs> that we should uh we short, should filler. Another thing. short fillers short, short filler poisoning <laughs> uh, uh drag racing is good but no skateboards no uh public swimming pools is starting to get into the right so so is it water direction water related it can be can be okay mm, uh, uh jet ski Water slides. You're getting closer. Amusement parks. Water parks? Yes, amusement parks. Justin got it. (laughs) Oh, amusement parks. Amusement parks, okay. Yeah. Justin said water amusement parks? Amusement parks. Oh. So everything from drowning in their water (laughs) park to uh, mechanical failures and people falling off. Yeah. um, Decapitations. Whoa, um, seriously? Yeah. Decapitation? Yeah. Like one yeah, a year. Like you just want to go video. ride with teacups and see Cinderella, and all, <laughs> next thing your fucking head's cut off. <laughs> like yeah. they posted that video of that young man that was on that one ride that goes all the way up and comes down, but he was way too big to be on the ride, period. And then I guess the. Uh, the mechanism didn't lock in, so on the way down, he just fell off of it and fucking died. Oh, no. I was like, then I was like, then you assholes posted it. I was like, oh, oh man, that was a that was a fucked up video, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad I never saw that. Yeah, yeah that was that bad, either. man. Yeah. Oh, I can't guy. handle I videos like that because I watch yeah. videos like that, and my wife laughs at me because I see videos like that, and I can't watch it because I imagine it happening to me. Yeah, when I watch it, it ugh. Uh, yeah, even, that was that was bad. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know why anybody would want to post that. You know, right? But there's a lot of sick people in the world. So, true know. story. Well, you were, you remember back in the day the the 
VHS videos, the faces of death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't they watch had that. The mon- they had the monkey in the box, and they were yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't watch those videos. I couldn't do it. I tried, but I couldn't do it. You'd be a pe- you know in high school parties, people getting fucked up and watching, putting those videos on, and I'm I'm like <laughs> headed headed outside to smoke. It's like you but guys. I, I get- if you watch it now, it's probably gonna look crazy fake, right. you know. Yeah. So, right. you know. <laughs> oh. So, so that was this week's numero de los muertos. All right, Garrett, that was a really good one. I got to give you that one. That was that was a good one this week. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into the lightning round. And the lightning round brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company. They are America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. So, lightning rounds. Honestly, Eric, I don't remember if last time we had had you on the show if we were doing lightning round, but we're going to take some of the deep tracks from the lightning round questions just in case. We right, gave you one of the ones. Uh, mm-hmm. So, if you were suddenly a billionaire, mm-hmm. what would be the first unnecessary thing you would spend some money on? I mean, after you paid off everything and all that, what would be the first, like, just lavish, extravagant thing you'd spend money on? And it can't be cigars, time, or what else? No, that's a different thing. Okay. <laughs> a, a solid gold bidet. <laughs> <laughs> I want my ass washed in class. He just went to Dubai. (laughs) That's that's another level, honestly. I mean, solid. It might might be diamond crusted too. Just just (laughs) add some stank on it, you know. (laughs) That that is, oh, I just love that. People ask, "Hey, what do you what are you going to do in Chicago?" Well, first. I'm going to go get my ass washed in a gold diamond encrusted bidet. But another thing I would get too is I need a, I need a travel llama to come with me to events. So if there's anybody acting fucking weird at my table, the llama going to spit in his face. <laughs> you see that motherfucker right there? Go spit yeah, in that bitch's face. Yeah, just yeah. go spit. <laughs> oh. See, this is just like this is this is a good idea machine right now. Eric oh, is yeah. just like we got solid gold bidets, we got trained llamas that'll spit in people's faces. Or this, you can do it for him. And I, yeah. I got a third thing. I got a third oh, thing. Do it. Do oh, it. Do I, it. Will, I will legitimately give Terrence Riley a million dollars <laughs> for the circle beard. <laughs> yes. Yes. No There's amount no of money is too no. big. Yeah, there is no way he's telling me no. oh i love it all right so let's say you're out at a cigar club one night Mm. and for whatever reason this cigar club is doing karaoke and people force you to get up and sing a song what's this what's the first song you pick oh shit uh usher 
Bad Girls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that'd be that's hot. Crowd pleaser, too. That's that's like audience mm-hmm. participation right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get everybody up. Uh, do you keep do you keep your shirt on? Yeah. Mm, depends on how much I had to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but Usher uh, didn't really take his shirt off because he has a bird chest. So you know, I probably oh, that's, stick. That's well, I don't have a bird chest, but you know, I, you know, I'd probably just stick with his his model where he keeps his clothes on. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So this is the big one. Let's say the zombie apocalypse is coming. Mm-hmm. Who are the three people from the cigar industry that you want on your team to defend against the zombie horde? Um, Booth. Yep. Yes. Um, maybe Espinosa. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a big guy too. I'm gonna go with Sean Williams because he's a big dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great team. That is, I, I would take that team all day. Yep. That is a great team. All right. Let's jump into notable smokables for the week. And as always, notable smokables brought to us by our friends at Ace Prime. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So each week we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was interesting to us. It could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we just smoked for the first time in a long time, or it could be a cigar that's brand new to the market that we just smoked for the first time ever. So Eric, obviously you're smoking mostly your own stuff, but do you get a chance to jump outside of your own portfolio? And is there something you smoked recently that you thought was uh, notable? Well, first of all, I I, kind of rarely smoke my stuff uh, because I don't want to trap my palate. Okay. I like that. I just keep smoking my shit and I won't know... (laughs) You know, I only know my shit. That's boring. That's I like, like eating, that. You have a favorite meal. It's like eating a favorite meal every fucking day. It's, you're gonna yeah. get this gonna get old real fast. I I get bored with my own. But I smoke yeah. everybody else's shit. Man. If you own a I restaurant, think. you only ever eat at that restaurant you own. Yeah. 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 So because that's the way that's the way I keep building my palate, and yeah. that's that's the leg up I have up on a, on a lot of people is because I don't smoke the same shit all the time. Um, one of the cigars that sticks out in my mind um, that's recent. What the? Something got in here. Um, <laughs> I keep looking to just make sure because it's, it's raccoons around here, and sometimes they'll oh, try yeah, to come no. in here, you know, <laughs> and try to get a cigar. They want to come smoke with me, you know. So uh, I keep hearing it's something in here. I don't know if it's a bug or what, but anyway, get um, the llama yeah. after him. Get the llama. <laughs> right. <after him. laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the knuckle sandwich was one of the last uh, good ones that like sticks out in my mind. That Which was very one, good. Uh, Maduro. It was a Maduro. Yeah, okay. Maduro. Yeah, that was, that was that's a good stick. I, I I enjoyed that. I smoked several of those. I thought that was really good. Um, it's a it's a company called Codio that I ran into at uh, PCA, and he gave me um, I think the cigar was called La Coseca, and uh, I was pleasant pleasantly surprised. It was it was a good cigar, you know. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, like I said, I, I smoke a bunch of stuff, bro. So yeah, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, people giving me cigars, I smoke those and stuff like that. I buy, you know, yeah. so it goes on and on. You know, no, you had to ask me about a particular brand if I smoke it or not. Yeah, you got to mix it up. I like that. Uh, Garrett, what about you? What was notable recently? 
I smoked a bandolero for the first time yesterday. Okay. You never uh, had a bandolero before? I had never had a bandolero oh, before. Oh, that's a good cigar. Good cigar. I had no idea. And it was incredible. Had it with some coffee. And I've got another amazing cigar that, that went beautifully with coffee. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Very nice. Justin, you have a notable? Uh, yeah, I think but yesterday I went through a Lancero kick, but the one that stuck out the most was uh, the Blackworks Studio uh, Sindustry. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of age on that thing. It was good. That's a heavy duty. You said Blackbird? Blackworks Studio. Oh, Blackworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's my boy. I haven't had that one. Yeah. Um, mine was actually... Uh, uh on on our weekend trip that turned into a shit show but you know it had moments of <laughs> of of goodness um I, I i'm always it's weird because when i'm at home it's it's like a pain in the ass to get me out of bed in the morning you know during my regular work week but when i'm traveling i'm up at the crack acid dawn every day doesn't matter if it's just for some reason when i travel i wake up early every single morning so we're, okay. we're we're traveling with my brothers and um, and and their wives and and all together with my wife at a a, a place on Lake Michigan, and okay. I'm up at like six every morning. Which if if you're uh, if you're Fred Rui, six is like late, <laughs> but for me six is really early. So I'm up, you know, watching the sunrise over Lake Michigan, and I I, I uh, fire up a, a Hoya de Nicaragua Numero Uno with some. Yeah, with some black coffee in the morning and just just that cigar is just if if you're looking for a really great expression of of uh connecticut shade you know that's it's just a really nice refined cigar in the morning with coffee so i really dig and and it's that new lonsdale you know the six and a half by by uh 42 you know Mm -hmm. which everybody knows that's my wheelhouse so you know that's Mm. a really nice notable uh for this week so uh, so that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to us by Ace Prime. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit aceprime.com to learn more. Uh, so to give our viewers and listeners an idea of some coming attractions that we have very soon. Uh, coming attractions brought to us by our friends at AJ Fernandez. They now produce unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera AJ Fernandez manage under the watchful eye of Mr. Fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality. The, the AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides a blend, strength, and flavor profile to match the preferences of any cigars consumer. It's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes. You are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So next week on the show, August 8th, we have Lee Marsh from Stolen Throne Cigars. Very excited to have him for his second appearance on How About That Cigar Live. Uh, so, Eric, if you would please give our viewers and listeners an idea, where's the best place for them to keep up with the latest and greatest from Black Star Line? Uh, our social media pages, uh, Facebook and um, Instagram. Those are only two social media uh, platforms that I use. So it's Black Star Line Cigars, just like uh, behind my name. Uh, yeah, follow us. Uh, you get to see, you know, different things that I'm bringing out, where my events are going to be. Or you can go to the website, uh, blackstarline.shop, 
and on there has a retailer page so you can look on there I, I need to update it for the new new accounts that we picked up at pca but you can look on there and see if, if there's a retail shop that's close to you uh that you can go locally and go uh purchase the cigars and you can also if you want you can you can purchase cigars directly from me on the website and there's a bunch of swag and stuff on there too that you can purchase uh shirts hats uh, hoodies coffee uh flasks glasses there's a bunch of stuff on there so if you just if, even if you don't smoke and you want to support me you could buy a shirt or you know something else you know something to put your whiskey in or your there or you Kool Aid, or both? <laughs> right, right. Not both. A Kool Aid, a Kool Aid cocktail. Yeah, it's a Kool Aid cocktail in the Black Star line. Kool Aid, old fashioned. <laughs> well, Eric, man, always a blast hanging out with you, man, and and thank you so much for being back on the show. We appreciate it, and we wish yeah, you a fantastic, uh, you know, rest of 2022, and look forward to seeing more growth from you and your your brand very soon, man. Thank you so much. Indeed. I look, I look forward to the next time I'm on to, to talk with y'all. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, viewers and listeners, guys, as always, man, we are so grateful to you for being the best part of How About That Cigar. Thank you so much for watching us while we're live here on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and if you're watching after the fact, if you still have comments, please feel free to leave those. Uh, if you have questions for any of us, you can email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, as always, burn cigars. Not bridges. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>